We're Dr. Gary and Barb Rosberg, America's Family Coaches, and we're going to introduce something to you. It's called the jaundice of the soul. And you know what, Barb? This is pretty hard-hitting, and we've all experienced it at different stages of life. It's where you are looking at your life, you're looking at somebody else's life, and many times it's a picture of what somebody who's trying to sell you something wants you to think about an alternative to life. And it looks so doggone good that you see the disconnect between it and you. And you know what? You feel the jaundice of the soul or you feel deep, deep jealousy. We have a little email for you. It's a story that we'd like to uh, share. It says this, when I dropped my daughter off at a birthday party, I knew I was in trouble. My friend Sarah had just moved into an upscale neighborhood, and I was unprepared for how nice everything was. All of the homes were beautiful, and the streams of partygoers and their parents were all dressed in designer labels. The disparity between Sarah's life and mine sent me into a screwing home with pangs of jealousy. Ah, hmm. oh, can't you just, you can just see it and you can just feel it, that, that gap of reality, your own reality and someone else's reality. And then this person felt so very comfortable in saying it impacted her with jealousy. And Gary, when we stand back and we think about jealousy, there's there's parts of it all throughout the Bible. Think about Cain and Abel. I mean, it was a murderous feeling that caused jealousy within the Bible. I mean, that's the first story we read. Now, certainly in this uh, story we read about this gal who takes her daughter to a birthday party, it's not to that extent. Yeah. But jealousy in any form really causes the soul to hurt. It was the American patriot William Penn who said this, The jealous are troublesome to others but are a torment to themselves. Yeah, yeah. Let's even think about the brothers of Joseph. You know, Barbara, oh. I mean, the brothers of Joseph, they hated Joseph. Yeah. I mean, they flat out hated The favoritism Joseph. within the family yeah. really created a strong jealousy and yeah. hate. And, and when his father gave him, you know, that robe with the multicolors, and uh, I mean, and his father, uh, you know what, I mean, when Joseph was born, I mean, you know what, his father cherished his mother and he loved Joseph. And those brothers watched him and looked at him. And I mean, they hated his guts. And to think that, you know, here they are um, and they drop him in this pit and they leave him. And uh, and then he is sold into slavery and then he is elevated to the position that he's elevated to. And he's got all the capacity to pay back and he doesn't. I mean, he provides, he loves, he forgives, he weeps, he embraces. And uh, you know what, Barb, it's an incredible story of a man that resists everything that was done to him and yet stands strong and stands tall uh, for God. And he delivers with grace and love. Let's talk about jealousy, Gary. Let's really get back to it. You know, we've used this illustration before about like when you don't forgive someone, it's like drinking poison and expecting somebody else to die. But in the same way, I think jealousy is a lot like that. You keep feeding these toxins, these damaging emotions within your own body. You're so preoccupied with someone else's life or they have it easier and the dramas around it. A lot of times you see it in siblings. You see it in brothers to brothers, brothers to sisters, sisters to brothers, uh, you know, just family relationships. sisters to sisters. That's right. (laughs) Yeah. And and you see it in the marketplace. I mean, we see it in church. We see it with ball games and, you know, parents, you know, sitting there watching their kids and comparing and contrasting and. And, and yet when you root it out and you really look at the source of it, 
Yeah, sometimes it's the immediate thing that you're facing that day, but many times it's rooted in something deeper, where there's been injustice, where there's been um, you know, uh, um, favor given to somebody else rather, and that was certainly Joseph's situation in the Bible. And so you look at it and you think, okay, what is the antidote to this thing? Because it is, it's stinky. I mean, it's not good and it can cause a lot of pain. And so we're going to give you some coaching uh, today to coach you up on how to deal uh, with jealousy. First of all, you've got to agree with God's diagnosis of jealousy in your life and seek him to remove it. And Barb, I, I want to camp there for a moment. You know, if a person is feeling jealousy, um, they know it, they're in pain, they're in torment, as that author said. But you know what? It takes a lot of safety and security in a marriage or in a friendship with somebody who is really struggling with this damaging emotion for someone to own up to it and to be able to admit it and confess it and say, you know what, this is a painful, destructive emotion. And yet we've got to get to that point. Mm-hmm. If a person's going to root it out, another person may point it out, but they're never going to be able to help cure it and restore it. That's got to be done with a brokenness and a surrender of a person coming to the conclusion and agreeing with God and saying, you know what, God, I am jealous. I am jealous. And as soon as I name that emotion and, and put that in the light, and quit denying it and quit covering it and quit trying to overcompensate for it, I can begin to deal with it. And those that love me can help me begin to deal with it. But until we're willing to say, okay, God, I agree with you. It's stinky. It's it's bad. This is not a good thing. And it hurts and it's hurting other people. You're never going to experience victory on the other side of it. Gary, I think jealousy can make you insane around the issue. I, I don't think that the person that is jealous can even see straight towards the person that or their the object or the target that they are jealous of. Um, in Proverbs 27, 4, it says, jealousy is crueler than anger mm-hmm. or fury. And yet when we look into Ephesians 4, we read about if there are six damaging emotions, six that are extremely damaging, we're called to get rid of them. Bitterness, rage, anger, brawling, slander, along with every form of malice. And yet if jealousy is crueler than those six damaging emotions, Mm -hmm. there is a place where... um, a, a person that is jealous is spinning out a cycle towards a sibling or the other person that they're very jealous of. And so, I mean, how do we get into the mind of the person that is so enraged with the fury of jealousy? Well, I think it, it takes safety, Barb. I, I mean, it really takes, are we safe? Are we secure? Do you believe I have your best interest in mind if I move close to you as a sister or a friend or a brother or a spouse? and say, I love you, I'm committed to you, and I'm trying to help you unpack something that is evident. And sometimes you'll cover it with overspending or overeating or, you know, trying to keep up or, I mean, there's all sorts of faulty things that will come out of that. But there's got to be enough safety and security uh, in the relationship for another person to move close. And yet when we do that and the person suffering with this confesses it, you know what, you're well on your road to experiencing the healing. And here's the second thing. When you're pursuing healthy spiritual living by rejoicing when you see others blessed, you know that you're making progress. And so what does it mean? It means that even though that jealousy is being confronted and surrendered and God is healing you in that area, you are, you are willing to put up your antenna and to engage other people's blessings and to celebrate it and, and to thank God for those blessings and to affirm and believe in that other person. And you know what? That really shows a lot of healing and maturity. I think, too, it even goes further, 
that you have to be thankful for who you are, thankful for what you have, thankful for your life situation, even uh, taking it further to receiving from the Lord what you've got. And so if this other person's got other things or characteristics or uh, lovelier things, let them go, release them. As we confess, and I love First uh, John 1, 9, as we confess our sins, jealousy is a sin. He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. I remember this too, that in Matthew 11, the Lord says, come unto me. This other scripture, Matthew 11, verse 28, come to me, all who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Give your jealousy up to Jesus. So one takeaway for today, you decide how jealousy will affect your own life. I do, Barb does, every one of us do. So here's the scoop, folks. You either let it fester in your life by not letting it go, or you let it go and you see the blessings in your life increase. And you know what? It's really up to you. So are you willing to take a look today? Maybe let somebody move close to you to love you as you face off. We're Dr. Gary and Barb Rosberg at AmericasFamilyCoaches.com. 